Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of Hashtag Morris Mondays. I'm your host, Dr. James Morris, presiding elder of the Central Florida District of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church and senior pastor of the historic Carter Tabernacle Church here in Orlando, Florida. We're glad to have you with us. This afternoon, I want to talk to you about an issue that is dear to me and one that affects more people than most of us really realize. On a given day, millions of Americans have their driver's licenses suspended, not because of unsafe driving or other safety concerns, but because of government imposed debt they can't afford to pay. It doesn't have to be like this. State and local governments can and must end taxation by citation. That's the issue that I want to talk to you about, taxation by citation. It's a system with harmful effects. It works something like this. State county, city, municipal governments create frivolous regulations as predatory money-making schemes to fund government services. And they are fees like nuisance regulations that deal with loitering, beautification regulations that want to tell you and businesses how you ought to keep your property, traffic regulations like bans on tinted windows, and there are even uh, quality of life regulations such as bans on sleeping in public public places. None of these have serious bearing upon public safety, but they have become laws on the books in cities like Orlando and counties like Orange County, states like Florida. They're on the books in order to raise general revenue in order to fund what they deem to be necessary government services. A person who is in violation of any of these unnecessary codes and others, there are hundreds of others on the books, is that person is then, who's in violation of them, is then slapped with a fine and a plethora of administrative fees, which can escalate into hundreds or even thousands of dollars. 
And when persons can't afford to pay these fines and administrative fees and costs that are taxed on to the fine, then the government suspends their licenses, causing even harsher penalties. Now, it was believed uh, that suspending people's licenses would deter them from incurring these fines and fees because the penalty includes not only fines and penalties, but arrests and incarceration. But it has proven, statistics have proven that these fines and fees are not a deterrent. You see, the fact is, most citizens, Americans, don't see driving as a luxury, but see it as a necessity. Oh, I can remember as you can well, once you reach the age to drive, you wanted to drive, just to drive. You'd do anything to drive. You'd even go grocery shopping for your mother. <laughs> Once you become of age and once you've driven for years, it's, it's not a luxury. You drive because you have to drive. You have to get to work. You have to get to doctor's appointment. You might have to get to court. You might have to go to the hospital. You might want to go to church. And relying on public transportation is not the key Because public transportation, one, doesn't reach every community, and two, it's often not on time, three, it's terribly inconvenient. Who, who wants to walk blocks to get to a bus stop, get there to have the bus running late, or have to go hours before uh, your scheduled appointment because of the many transfers you have to make on public transportation to get to, from point A to point B. No, it's, it's not easy. Public transportation is not easy. Or who can afford always going by Uber or Lyft or who can afford calling a taxi cab? Who, 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 who? If you're able to do these kinds of things, then you would be able to pay your fines and your fees. So we, we learn and we know that statistically, these practices affect low-income communities of color, people of color. State, my premise is this. State, city, county governments should not be funding their operations through penalties and fees 
nor should they do it through law enforcement, period, stop. But they do, and it's nonsensical, and it's counterproductive. Taking away people's ability to get to work doesn't just make it harder for them to pay off their initial debt. It also has ripple effects throughout the economy, throughout the community, throughout the household. Reducing family incomes and destabilizing communities. And worst of all, using the courts and law enforcement offices like they are debt collectors, all this does is over-criminalize and exacerbate racist policing practices. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, He's playing the race card. Here it goes again. No, 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 no. As I told you before, I don't play the race card. It's not necessary because I have to play the card that I'm dealt. That's what I'm doing. And I'm talking again about a sour hand being dealt to persons of color and communities of color who cannot afford to be treated this way any longer. Things have become so over-criminalized in this country to the point that we think it's all right. All right for black and brown communities to have to deal with debt based license suspensions. And we've learned, we've come to know that debt-based license suspension is deadly. We know it. The statistics bear this out. When a young man by the name of Dante Wright, you remember him? killed by police in Minnesota? That happened because of a traffic stop. And that traffic stop stemmed from unpaid fines and fees. They ran the tag, the car he was driving, checked him out, found out he had some unpaid fines and unpaid fees, so they put him over. The problem begins right there. When persons of color are constantly pulled over by the police, the level, the level of tension immediately soars when those blue and red lights flash in your rear view mirror, your side view mirror, and you have to pull over. You're wondering, 
I didn't run a red light. I didn't run a stop sign. What, what, what's happening? I wasn't speeding. What's going on? Oh, I'm driving while black. So I get pulled over. Now, my level of tension is. And then I look at my rearview mirror and I see an officer who doesn't look like me, who's policing my community, is walking toward me with their hand on their service revolver. Now my tension is off the chart. These ladies and gentlemen are the things that lead to and escalate to persons of color being killed over fines and fees. Do we think this is right? Why has this become commonplace in these United States? The story of Dante Wright is too familiar, way too familiar. We've become numb to it in many respects. In many respects, we expect it to happen and it shouldn't be this way. Police interactions with citizens who are black and brown shouldn't end in death. And yet hundreds die at the hands of police every year. We need some immediate solutions. Some of those solutions lie with our government. Some of those solutions lie with our community. Somehow or another, we've got to bring some sense to this. I think the solutions lie in these areas. One, the decriminalization of low level offenses. You shouldn't be a criminal or labeled a criminal because you didn't pay a fine and administrative fees. Another solution lies, this is not going to be too comfortable for many. And we're gonna talk about it going forward, but lies in the divestment, the divestment from the police. And the reinvestment in community resources. These three areas we're going to be discussing on Morris Mondays and the Mondays ahead. I have asked uh, retired Major Reverend Michael Doby to be my guest going forward so that we can talk about these issues. 
that are adversely affecting our community. Major Dobie, retired Major Dobie, is a man who has given his adult life to policing. He loves the community. He cares about the community. And he cares about the way police do their job. He's concerned about the trend that is snowballing across this nation where minor stops result in death. So I'm encouraging you to be with us on the days ahead as we're gonna talk about these issues. We're gonna delve into them. We're gonna hear it from the side of a police officer retired who rose to the ranks of major in the Orange County Sheriff's Department of the Orange County Police. You won't want to miss it. Remember, heaven is watching how we respond. Until next time, God bless you.